Welcome back to our podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss the latest thought-provoking ideas we stumbled upon on our productivity and self-improvement journey. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Yasin. I'm Elias. And let's dive right into this week's episode. Yasin, how are you doing? Dude, I can't drink. Apparently. You can't drink. Why you, you, why spilled, you did the you intro? Spilled the I, I spilled yeah, I spilled the, the coffee beans. beans or what are you drinking? Fuck man? it. No, it's it's uh, boba, soda, whatever. Oh, bubble thingy. tea. Yeah, it's, bubble, it's tea? bubble tea, but yeah. There are bubbles, I don't know. It's yummy. Uh, That's all I care about. Reminds me of my favorite <coughs> violin YouTubers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Uh, Dude, oh, fuck. I can't. The problem is I only have like two t-shirts right now that still fit me. And that's one of them. Well, and now, don't this take one minimalism is, too far. I guess you can uh, buy some new ones. <laughs> no, man. The thing is, oh, I absolutely have to. I, I will actually go buy some after this recording because I really don't have Ooh. any anymore. No, the thing is, most, most t-shirts I've had are now too small for me because i've gained muscle mass I've yeah look at him weight in general feeling like the rock gained muscle mass dyed his hair <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. what a hipster no yeah you sure? my hair I'm what blown, cell are we going guys. for then man <laughs> typical what? What, what style are you going for then typical oh. plain t-shirt with <laughs> With no. plain pants, minimalism. I'm going I'm going real hipster slash fuckboy vibes. Ah. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. No I idea what that actually means, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well. Anyways, quite um, <laughs> a big distance you have to bridge there. Let's see. <laughs> for sure. That's that's true. That's true. Um how was my day? So far as I said before the recording, the last two hours were like the greatest two hours in a long, long time. For no particular reason. Well. It's just the past week has been extremely stressful and chaotic with university and presentations and exam preparation and startup work and whatnot and trying to have a social life, trying to sleep, all of that. And then I also got sick last week, which was amazing. Mm. And... I completely burnt out on Thursday already, and I still had Friday to work <laughs> the entire day. So it was amazing. I loved it. Um, nice. But yeah, now I'm. I feel better. I'm not as sick anymore. Uh, the weather's great. I went out. I called people. I got myself some coffee. Just wandered around, and I don't know. And it was amazing. I feel. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> you well well. As I, as I already told you before, what you did just sounds like normal living, you know, maybe calling <laughs> your parents, going outside a bit because the weather's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and for you, that's the best day in, in I don't know, a decade. <laughs> that's man, true. Man, it's really pick sad, up, I think, actually. last episode's title, I guess you are quite miserable usually then. I am. I'm <laughs> extremely miserable all the time. Yes, that's true. Yeah. No, but I don't know. It's It's been great. Just... To kind of switch off my brain for two hours and just, you know, just enjoy the weather, enjoy listening Good to man. some music, all of that. How are you doing? Nice. Great. Yeah. Um, you slept a lot today. Yeah. 
that is very true. Uh, yeah, to give a short little insight into that, we plan to record at when was it ten or so in the morning <laughs> our episode, and I just slept through it, didn't wake up, so we had to shift it back. Yeah, so sleep. I caught I caught out of sleep. Uh, therefore, I guess I'm doing quite well. Um, yeah, overall. I don't know, man. It's. I I think I'm not as I'm not feeling like I'm having my best time at the moment. In like, what sense? Yeah, that's that's always difficult to pin down. Um, probably also overworked in that sense. Need some chill time, or I, I will take some time off uh, after the recording, anyways. Then, or, or after a meeting I have after the recording. <laughs> 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 uh to put it that way yeah so i think i just need a bit of a break also go outside other than that i mean compared to probably 95 percent of the rest of the world at the moment i'm doing quite well <laughs> so probably nice way yeah. to see it that, that way yeah so yeah that's it with this nice. week's episode right that's what so. yeah thanks for listening <laughs> um we're gonna go day. now I'm gonna go shopping. No You're gonna go yeah. to your meeting. Nah. Um, well, what what can we talk about? Let's see. Man, I, I think I, we're I, both overworked, which yeah. I mean isn't anything new. Not yeah. on this podcast, at least we talk about that like <laughs> in almost every episode. Oh man, I've got so much work to do. Blah blah blah. We should cut. We should we should in, uh, insert a calendar or something, like into the episode. You know. All right, how many times we yeah, exactly. we say that we got much work can, to do? And, and then, then our listeners can play out. bingo, you know? Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like general yeah. phrases we always say. Well, actually, I something just the time where Elias into my always, mind. Uh, t- talks about your hairline. Yeah. That, that's Look one that. thing on the bingo it's sheet. Beautiful. And it's beautiful. <laughs> Dude, I feel, so, I feel so ridiculously stupid whenever I go to to the... How is it called to the barber? Yeah. You know, okay. when I say, you know, just like two millim- millimeters on the side and just adjust it on the top or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I actually so went sure. today. <clears throat> I actually yeah. went today. That's like two millimeters and adjust it on top. And I always joke that there isn't much to adjust anyway. So I, mm. like, I just feel, I feel really dumb because there's basically nothing, <laughs> no, nothing big to do. You know, it's just, oh, <laughs> it's just a waste of, of time and money to be honest, yep. but yeah, probably. <clears throat> you probably should just get yourself like a, uh, how do you, uh, like those electric shaver things, you know? What do you mean? Like those, like, uh, it's called Trasiaparat, you know? All oh, right, I I have one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you one. could do it yourself. That would be no. the easiest. Yeah, that would yeah. that would be the easiest thing to do and the most logical. But I st- mm. I'm still hanging on to the thought that maybe just maybe <laughs> it kind of looks better that way. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, but actually a, po- a thought that popped into my mind relating to work and burnout and all of that, I actually had quite interesting realizations on Thursday and Friday when I was like really burned out like i was Ooh. over my limit way over my limit um and i don't know how to describe it but i i really think that i had quite a paradigm shift when it comes Ooh. to deciding okay. 
really, yeah, for sure. When it comes to deciding whether I want to do something because I actually want to do that and because I think that I may like it and that may make me happy versus I'm just doing it because it looks good on the CV or because because it's the most rational, logical decision. It's the best decision forward, but it's not something that fulfills me in any way. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, by the way, that the startup thing is anything like that, but I just came to because the realization people are listening from the startup at the moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, greetings, it's greetings, guys. Thanks for, for paying us attention. <laughs> it's possible. Yasin loves no the man, job there. He wants a promotion, or he should. He, he deserves a promotion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I've been doing amazing work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, those people probably think I'm retarded or something. Anyways, oh, um, uh, <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just came to that realization how important that actually is. And I think mm-hmm. moving forward, especially after that internship, I really want to put more focus on actually doing the things I want to do and not really caring Sounds that mu- much logical. how it looks on the CV and how mm. how you know, how prestigious it is and how much people will will admire me for it. Um, Because, and I think I talked about that video on the podcast once already, uh, of that guy who turned 30 and did a video on everything he did wrong in his 20s. And to summarize, he basically said that, you know, he was chasing good grades and amazing internships and then got, I think, even a job at like McKinsey or something and he wasn't oh, yeah. making a ton of money and working okay. and having side projects and having, you know, a sexy as fuck girlfriend or whatever and driving <laughs> in, a, in an expensive car she and living looked. in an expensive home and all of that. <laughs> yeah. And he turned like really, really, really depressed yeah. in the middle of his 20s. And he started doing drugs and drinking alcohol excessively. And obviously his girlfriend broke up with him and he actually had to go through... Uh, therapy and how's it called rehab mm-hmm. for like I don't know how many months and all of that and basically he had to turn his whole life around because he was just chasing money and status and prestige and all of that and he basically talked about how wrong it is and how you should really try to step out of that kind of game and mindset no. and that's what I'm trying to do because I'm I'm on a really, really dangerous path when it comes to that. I think I'm really yeah. heading towards his direction right now. Mm-hmm. And I really have to get my shit together because I'm going to be depressed in five years if, I'm going, if, I, if I keep going like that. <laughs> well, your introduction sounded like you were depressed for the past uh, few weeks. And now the past two hours were quite nah, <laughs> I was, I was but, just stressed out, but my man. I'm fine. That sounds like a super cool paradigm shift you're having there, or like a cool realization for your life. Um, I'm just wondering whether you over-exaggerate your tendency towards fame and money and prestige and stuff, uh, because how you put it for for that guy, I'm not sh- I'm not sure whether I'd also put you into the same drawer. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it doesn't seem like that. Externally, because I don't really talk about that stuff, or I say, yeah, I don't do that because of the status, whatever. Mm-hmm. But usually, that's not true, <laughs> or it's at least a yeah. big part of the reason why I do it. Um, yeah, and sometimes I'm also just 
bullshitting myself, I think. Just mm-hmm. telling myself, oh, no, I do that because I actually want to. But then I realized I actually hate it and don't want to do that. And I actually know I don't want to do that. But for some reason, I don't listen to my gut feeling in that sense and just make purely logical decisions. Not because necessarily I want to, but because I think it's the best way forward, which it, in a way it is. But at the same time, the price is my <laughs> my mental health and hmm. friendships and social life and <laughs> <laughs> happiness and all of that. Uh, I mean, uh, not, not to that extreme, that. but yeah, it's useless stuff. <laughs> Overrated. But for sure. Hmm. Now, I, I, how can I put this? Mm. Even when I know, for example, when I have a side project in mind or whatever, of something I want to do. Almost never, well, I don't think I've ever done that. Do I do it in a way I actually wanted to and it would actually feel right to me? I always try to optimize for, again, for status, for admiration, for, you know, kind of trying to maybe even please potential future employers or whatever, you know, Mm. stuff like that. I, I don't think about that consciously, but that's kind of the route I take when making the decision yeah. of how do i want to do that thing on how it makes the best story for future uh, prestige reasons kind Not of kind of how like it that. makes the best story for your personal life yeah and just how would i do that if you know concepts like prestige and status didn't exist you know that's a good question to ask yeah yeah, and how would I do I that? I love your thoughts, I, man. I love them. And I, I think I can learn a lot from that as well still. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm I had similar. I had a paradigm shift kind of, but again, now the important part is to <laughs> actually implement that, which is a lot mm. harder. But yeah, I really want to do that because if I... How do I explain that? I'm really trying, and I actually had that today as well, when I was listening to some music from... Uh, 2013 when i was a kid <laughs> that's kind of that's no but that's that kind was. of the year when i was i don't know man i have the best memories from mm-hmm. 2013 and like all the music i still remember from i don't even remember what i have been doing in 2013 how can you remember that <laughs> i don't know that's like the one oh, year for me where everything is ago. so clear 12 yeah. i was 12 what the fuck what do I know yeah, from back it's, then? It's, it's like, I don't know, man. For me, it's like the only year in my life where it's like crystal clear everything that happened or okay. many yeah. very important things that happened. I don't know. And it always makes me feel very good when I kind of listen to music from that time. Mm. And I, I just cool. did that when I was wandering around and all of that. And I just noticed, wandering man. Mind. Yeah, I just noticed that, man, so many things that I know what I would really enjoy you know, and I would just love to do. Mm. But what's holding me back often, the only thing that's holding me back is, you know, not the confidence that I'm not going to be able to do that or whatever. Really, the only thing that's holding me back often is, well, but, you know, it's it's not really cool. It's not really like, you know, people aren't going to be like, wow, that's so cool. You know, it's just a thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I care, to, I sometimes care to, I don't want to present it in a way that, oh my God, I only think about what other people think because that's not true either. But at the same time, my brain automatically goes into, okay, how prestigious is this? How does it fit into like my other, my, my other skills that I have? How does it contribute to potential future 
bonus points or you know st- just stupid stuff you like that you want to play the society game to its best yeah and that's what your yeah. usual paradigm or your usual yeah i'm trying was. i'm i i think that's one one aspect of my life where i approach things way too logically mm. not because i want to because i think it's the best way to make the decision yeah. and to some extent it is you know and I'm not saying that I just want to, you know, do whatever and um, just go on a road trip because I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely not the kind of person to do that. I still uh, very much appreciate kind of my logical side and kind of planning things out and looking 20 years into the future. How will that play out? I enjoy that. And it's for me, at least, it's very important to do that. But at the same time, I have to also give give my gut or my intuition more more power in that kind of decisions. And I actually noticed that whenever I, in the past, whenever I gave in more to my intuition and just, I'm going to do the the thing the way I want to do that, um, it usually turns out so much better than if I were to play like the society (laughs) game or the expectation game or, you know, trying to do things how I think people expect me to do them or how most people would do that you know and whenever i just do them how i would like to do them they turn out amazing i love the work i can really stand behind it and yeah but you know i managed to do that one two three times and then i kind of go back to that society prestige game and i'm really trying to be more in control of that and be able to kind of switch back into let's just Let's just do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it, that's to summarize. Yeah. But yeah, I've been talking a lot. What's what's your opinion on that? Your thoughts yeah, on that? Yeah, man. First of all, I think without wanting to put myself above you or anything, just from how it seems like to me, that might be a realization that you really needed. Like that probably was very necessary for you because you are always a person that puts a lot of pressure um, on, on, on himself. Um, <laughs> due to future and, oh no, where am I going to end up? And I want to be uh, an, an acknowledgeable person and stuff, you know? <laughs> I think that's yeah. a good realization to have. Uh, <laughs> that's also something I still need to enact more. Um it seems like to put it now more into a bit of more business words or whatever uh, it seems like you need some new indicators of what makes a good activity for you because at the moment it's it's like you only have like those long-term um work success factors in there um how, how cool will uh, people perceive that and um therefore that's what i said i mean i I think it might make sense to also look not at the story uh how it looks from the outside for possible future employees which is like a very small group of people you know um but also like how the story writing you're doing like your life biography right now basically how that um yeah how, how, how how could you optimize it that you become more happy with that uh, at the end or not only at the uh towards the end of your life or looking backwards but also in the moment um because 
as you said, you kind of only remember like 2013 or so. Uh, I, I assume the other stuff you've been putting too much pressure on yourself or working too much and then you forget about that stuff. And it's also the same for me, like probably the past few uh, years of my life, I really don't remember... I really don't remember the segments where I've been working a lot. I've actually only been remembering like the unique times where I've been on holiday or stuff. Um, and, and not really the... <laughs> Basically, in my memories, I'm missing several weeks of semester because I've been only working a lot of time, times. Yeah. And it's not the work that I remember. It's, if at all, the, the interactions with other people in, in that work um, or the stuff where I'm not working. <laughs> Yeah, because sure. everything else blends in a monotone mess so, and the only re uh, memory I have from that is the certificate I got at the end or so <laughs> to put it that way you're basically erasing a lot of time if it's not something you enjoy and if it's not something you can take out of and if it's not a significant thing you want to do and I don't, I'm also not saying you should make it like fully 100% hedonistic because I probably you also won't remember anything from that if it all blends into a huge mess of uh, more or less joyful things you're doing um, yeah so on the other hand what I've also been doing if uh, because that fear of missing out that fear of um, doing the wrong things that might put future employee uh, employers down or so is think about how even if you're doing a thing that's primarily serving your own interest right now um could you turn it into a story that uh, is interesting in an interview nevertheless for example yeah. i've been also using our podcast here uh, i i'd not say it's like <laughs> on the same level as a McKinsey internship or whatever, um, but you can still tell like cool stories about it. You can even you could even it depends on how you frame it in that sense. You could even frame it as yeah. a social deed we're doing here for free. Uh, for example, that that's what I actually did. Um, telling about, for example, the episode we did with Thomas um, or that I did with Thomas <laughs> back then, um, talking about uh, how 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 he deals with. Yeah, um, switching his studies uh, now after two semesters or so, um, what what he learned from that. And in that sense, you can frame it as a social uh, voluntary work in that sense, because it helps other people that might be listening and that are going through the same situation and you're offering that service for free. It, it's, it's not like if you decide to do something for yourself, it's completely invaluable for anyone yeah. else out there, right? Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. Um, while you were talking, actually, I remembered something I heard on a podcast a few days ago. Oh, it was quite interesting. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, I know this podcast. It's uh, called In Mindsight, and you be, I, I really like it. You should subscribe to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in this podcast, there was like, how, how is he called? Matthew Hussey, I think he's called. He's Hussle. like this dating oh. <laughs> coach guy thingy Matthew Hussle uh, or Hussey or what Hussey uh, H-U-S-S-E-Y no. <laughs> I think it is <laughs> Matthew Hussle <laughs> that would be amazing yeah that would be a cool name um but yeah he's he's a like dating relationship coach whatever but uh, yeah, in yeah. that segment he wasn't you're, really you're talking about him I see man I see yeah no but he wasn't really <laughs> talking about uh, relationship in, in that segment he was talking about 
I think he called it his emotional triggers. Mm-hmm. And what that means is he he started like I think a few years ago to always write down whenever he felt like really good, really amazing. Like for example, the last two, three hours I had were like really amazing. And I actually wrote down everything that happened, kind of what did I feel? Why did I feel that? What did I do that made me feel that way? And what was like, what was my, where was my mindset at? How did I see the world or whatever, stuff like that. I write all of that down or he writes all of that down. And then over time he has a list of like, a gazillion things that he knows make him really, really happy, you know, or or really sad or whatever. You can do that for any kind of emotion. And I actually, I've started to do that. Mm. And it's, let me, it's really, it's life changing. It's so great (laughs) because you know this, oh, okay. I, I don't know. I had, I felt so good this morning. What did I do this morning that was different from other mornings? Oh, okay. I woke up directly. I didn't go on my phone at all. Uh, maybe I went for a walk first and then got to work, whatever, you know, just stuff like that. Just write that down Collecting and kind data. of analyze. <laughs> yeah. And just Field analyze side. over time. And <laughs> you're going to kind of see the, the patterns of, okay, what makes me happy? What kind of behavior, what kind of mindset shifts do I need to make? Um, when do I feel most authentic? Whatever, just stuff like that. And um, yeah. I think that's a really great way to approach that whole. Okay, what actually? What do I actually want to do? What do? I, what does actually make me happy? And doesn't just <laughs> look good on the CV. Um, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, you want to go on or? Um, actually, go on before I I continue. <clears throat> yeah. No. One 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 thousand percent agree. People usually think, and I, I me mean also, uh, that they know themselves very very well. Um, but actually, um, or to to put a model onto that whole value structure thing we have right now, you could imagine it like a big pyramid or whatever um, of of values that are pointing to the top. Because you might have a value like. Uh, Oof, um, I, well, like on, on the very base of, of the thing, um, I like to, um, take off my Sunday evening for, or for example, um, and that value, um, points to something else, which is, I don't know, uh, you care about your health and you want to relax and points very much over onto the top. And um what i've been learning about also in my philosophy studies and stuff is that (laughs) that whole pyramid is usually a blurry mess to every one of us and we should actually become more clear about that because once you've figured that out you become a more authentic person you know what your trigger points are you know what you like and don't like and uh, how things usually work together so the goal would be to figure out that pyramid and where each building block kind of fits in and Maybe also what's on the top and what you're aiming for. And one of the things, which I also actually wanted to to, to mention still, um, that immediately sprung to mind is um, a habit of yours that I think one of the best habits to have for personal improvement is to inspect yourself or to watch yourself closely in stressful situations. There's like this saying, okay, if you want to get to really know someone, then uh, then either give him power or, or put him in a stressful situation. Because in a stressful situation, we uh, tend to fall back to our very, um, yeah, how do you say, our, our 
ground habits of, of doing yeah. things and and um what's deeply i don't know rooted in ourselves and that might be something negative um or something some positive stuff but in stressful situations or watching yourself in stressful situations you can learn really really a lot about yourself and how you react to your environment and what you usually want or don't like and uh i mean you know those people that become really uh I don't know, annoying or angry or so, um, or not likable people in some in a certain sense. Um, if they <laughs> if they're stressful because they're fully in work mode or whatever, um, yeah. then you see, okay, man, that work they are doing that's probably not what they really want to do, and maybe the people they hang out with, uh, it's also not really the people they care about. Um, you yeah. might notice that about yourself. Um, so, cool cool habit of yours. Um, uh, or it, it's it's a really I guess helpful habit to build uh, to watch yourself closely in stressful situations. Uh, yeah, for sure. And also, if you notice, to put it away, to to, to add another thought now before you can go on. Um, sure. If you notice that you're reacting in a very negative way that actually doesn't resonate with you at all, um, or that you actually don't want to resonate w uh, with, then it might also be worth building the habit or like building upon this watching yourself habit to remind you that even though you're in a stressful situation right now where you have to take a difficult decision and stuff um remind yourself to not act upon any i don't know feelings of stress or anger or whatever right now um but to take a decision that you feel like back is backed up by your values and that um you'd also be able to stand behind like the, the answer to the problem or whatever you're not doing, uh, doing right now to, to come up with an answer that is also backed by you in the future, um, by your values that to put it also in a more technical sense that you'd also be willing to defend, uh, before court. <laughs> yeah. If it came to that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Great points, man. I actually wrote down again a thought. It's just a million thoughts right now. I, I can, I'm kind of connecting the dots as, as we speak. Um, but a realization that came with those realizations I, I've had these last few days was to how important it is to not lie to yourself Oh, and yeah. to not force yourself to like something, even though you know you don't really like it or you don't really enjoy it. Or, you mm -hmm. know, it can, can be related to people, relationships, jobs, you, whatever you're studying, whatever, it can be anything. Um, and I've noticed that I, I mean, the thing is, I've known all that stuff for a very, very long time. Like, logically, I could explain that to you and I know that about myself. <laughs> but I think now I've really, it, it kind of clicked a little more. I, I wouldn't say it, it has completely clicked yet. It's not a complete uh, paradigm pull shift fucking yet. Switch over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, I think it's close. Yeah. I think it's. I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've noticed that I have a very, very, very strong tendency to lie to myself hmm. and to manipulate myself into liking or enjoying something <laughs> I really don't. I see so many parables. Um, yes. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's obviously a problem. And the reason why I do that, again, is because I approach the majority of decisions very logically, which, how could I put it? Which, if you analyze the decisions after I make them, they are the best decisions to take from an outside perspective. But well, given the information from an you inside, have. 
Yeah, but from an inside, mm. let's say, gut feeling or happiness level measurement or whatever, it is not the best decision to take or not the best way to approach maybe that decision. And I don't know, as I said, I, I think I really have to find a better balance between I'm still going to make very logical, calculated decisions, but at the same time, listen way more to my gut feeling and to my intuition and okay what what do i actually enjoy about this hmm. because I, I can give you a concrete example for example when it comes to programming let's say i don't think for example that i would enjoy something like data engineering you know where you're working with data structures and tr data trees whatever i have no idea i i, <laughs> I, I don't really care hmm. i don't give a shit it's important yes um I don't know if it's very well paid or whatever. And, you know, again, prestige and status. Oh my God, you must be so smart and whatever. But I don't care about that. I don't want to do that. I know I don't, you know, but there's a, I mean, by the way, that's just a made up example. Um, <laughs> just made up on the spot. But um, if I were to, if someone offered me a decision between going into data engineering and doing something else with programming that might not be as, let's say, as, as complex or as prestigious or as mathematical or whatever, uh, then there is a big, big part of website for your local animal shelter. For, dude, for example, <laughs> yeah, let's take that. Let's, let's take that. Let's, let's say I'm like a super visual person. I love design and I just love making little websites for people, you know? That's not very, I mean, especially in like, let's say the programming coding bubble, that's not really that impressive, you know, it's cool, whatever you can program, but yeah, nobody cares. If you say you're a data scientist or data engineer, that's way cooler. Mm. That's way more prestigious. You're probably going to get paid more, whatever. But I have a strong tendency to disregard, let's say I really enjoy design and all of that, to disregard that and go with the decision that may be better logically because it's better paid, better seen, I'm going to have an easier time finding a job, whatever. Uh, there's a big tendency in me to go that route that's better logically and from an outside perspective, but that just doesn't fit me and I don't really enjoy it. I can force myself to enjoy it, you know, and over time I'm probably going to get pretty good and, you know, I'm kind of going to enjoy it like 50% of the time. Mm. But it's just not something that i will be really happy with or fulfilled with or whatever you know and i have it's kind of a domino effect because i start making those little decisions against against what i actually want to do or against what feels right but doesn't look as cool mm. um, or doesn't look as complicated or whatever and you know from one decisions i go to five decisions in that direction to 10 to 20 and at some point I don't really know what I actually want and what I actually enjoy, or I I just manipulated myself so many times that I actually think I want to do the things I'm doing, but if I really dig deep, I don't really want to do any of them. And I really, I, I know what I want to do. It's not a question of I don't really know what to do and therefore I'm doing something else. It's more of I know what to do, but I'm afraid to make the decision mm -hmm. because people are going to think I'm not as cool, as smart, as successful, whatever. But it's just dumb. It's just so stupid. Because if I think, if I have the decision to be a data engineer, make 300k per year, but absolutely hate my job, or maybe not absolutely hate it, but 
you know, it's a job, whatever. And I can't wait to for, for the weekend to come to just forget about my job for two, three days. And and then on the other hand, just go into designing websites, whatever, which may fulfill me and which I may really like, make quote unquote only 150k but be happy as fuck with my life <laughs> and have like so much energy from that you know be so mm. fulfilled and therefore all other parts of my life are you know happy and fulfilled and family i have friends i have whatever you know objectively decisions should be clear but when it comes to making that decision my stupid fucking logical brain is like no 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 Let's go with the prestigious, uh, more complex, more, you know, admirable decision, which is dumb. But that's usually how my brain functions. I really want to get not rid of that completely, but control it better. Rand and. Dude, even though your past days probably were miserable, I think you learned. (laughs) You learned a lot about yourself really yeah for sure really the the thing is now apparently your logical brain is going against uh your gut intuition a lot um where is that coming from that's probably mm. the next question you should ask yourself. oh yeah insecurity man i'm insecure yeah. as fuck i i really think that that's it mm. because for me and i've had the problem ever since i can remember or i i don't think i i've had it as much when i was in uh how's it called the first four years of school like how's it called uh, elementary school in english elementary school right i, I don't think I, i've had that then as strongly but once i got into like high school or whatever it's when called in english <laughs> yeah my head <laughs> Sorry, no, man. not that not that early i i, I missed i actually missed the uh, hairline joke really <clears throat> so yeah i actually missed that uh, so good that you managed to put it in okay um, uh, <laughs> but, um no man but i <laughs> um but yeah i think it's it started it started then because <laughs> Because I, I don't know from from that moment on, I I started for some reason I started to compare myself more with other kids, you know, and try to, and also compared myself to people who were like twenty years older than me, you yeah. know, and obviously way more successful, rich, and all of that. And the problem I still have is, and that's where I try to optimize like every single aspect of my life. Is I see someone. I talked to someone who, you know, studied, uh, had amazing grades all his life and studied at the most prestigious universities in the world and had a million scholarships and founded three companies and is now a multimillionaire and whatever. I see that. And again, even though I don't really want maybe that exact route for me, I, I'm, I try to copy that. And then I talked to another person who also you know, it isn't a completely different domain and it's like whatever, a personal trainer and all of that and they have like an amazingly healthy life and they go jogging and work out and blah, 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 all of that stuff. And I try to mimic that. You only take the best aspects from everyone. Exactly. I look at every aspect of my life and then look at the people who are the best in in those domains or those industries Mm -hmm. 
and then I just try to more or less copy them in a way. Mm-hmm. And again, that can be good, that can be bad, but for me, it's usually completely out of control, you know, and I completely mm-hmm. disregard whatever I actually want to do. And I don't really ask myself the question, what do I actually want to do? How do I want to design that aspect? I just go, just that's the best, the best way. Uh, aspect yeah, of that's the best no. way. Those are the best. And so I'm, I'm going to do that. And I don't care what I actually want to do. But then, um, before we come back to the original question, but then ask yourself, yeah. is it actually that logical? Or is it actually something you want to be a multimillionaire having 15 scholarships and uh, um, all of that stuff? Like, is it... And, and not like just the, the stuff itself, but I mean also... You mean everyone would answer that uh, question if yes, but like also the stuff and the sacrifices and whatever that person needs to do every day to accomplish that stuff. Is that something you see yourself at? Because that uh, scholarship, 15 uh, times multi-billionaire, whatever, um, probably uh, now without wanting to put everyone in the same um, drawer again, but probably lives also a miserable life. Because they also yeah, push themselves to, yeah. to work 19 hours a day on uh, <laughs> on on whatever. I mean, I, I guess you can be passionate about things, but not like that passionate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like to do something for I 30 years straight, always the same. I mean, sure, there are exceptions and I don't know. But <laughs> I, I know I know what you mean, yeah. Well, I, th- that's, again, what the problem is. I I see that and I I know that to be true. And I know that maybe I don't really want that. Maybe it's not as desirable as I think. And I know about the sacrifices I have to make to get there. Yeah. But again, this just this part of me that on one part wants to optimize everything and to the thing is not only be and that's a problem not only be the best version i can be but simultaneously try to be better than the best versions of other people (laughs) you know which is dumb and again it's not something that i'm like consciously and constantly thinking about it's just kind of what my actions often reflect you know, and that's kind of me trying to rationalize that and kind of m- make sense of it. Mm-hmm. And the answer is probably going to change in a week. But um, but it it really seems like you should, when looking at other people, should take into account your gut feeling and your personal situation there more. And for sure, for sure. But not just take and take and take. And the other thing or another follow-up question would be, why does every single thing in your life need to be optimized again i'm really 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 sure for me the whole optimizing thing yeah it's it's based on insecurities on uh, a certain fear of not being as successful as i want to be a fear of growing up to be ignorant in the sense that you know those people and I'm, I'm sure you have those people in your family. Everybody has those kind of people in your family. <laughs> they are like 40, 50, and they, are, they kind of, I don't know, 10, 20 years ago, they kind of gave up trying to be, how would trying you put that? Trying to get somewhere. I think they don't have a vision for their life anymore. 
Maybe that. E- yeah, either that, either that, and also they just turned. Yeah, and also they they just turned kind of ignorant in the sense that they're so set in their ways and they're so frustrated with everything and everyone, you know, mm-hmm. and you know they don't read anything, they don't read books, they don't listen to anything. They just they're they like just in their accept their bubble. life and the way it yeah. is, even though it's and, miserable, maybe. Yeah, and I yeah. think everyone, every single person on this earth has a tendency to go that route if you just give them enough comfort or enough failure and frustration, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest fears for me. And that's why it's so hard for me to say no to something that is prestigious that is admirable, that people consider to be successful. For example, having your company or working as a consultant at McKinsey and all of that stuff, because it's a proven system, so to speak. And the people that work there, for example, are undeniably you know, very smart, very informed, very ambitious, very hardworking, all of that stuff. And I don't want to be the person to say, well, that's just not for me. So I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to focus on whatever I want to do. Because the fear for me is that I'm going to turn out 20 years from now to be just the kind of ignorant person I detest seeing in other people. You know, Mm -hmm. being like, "Ah, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. And I don't care if that person says that working out three times per week is healthy. I'm just going to go three times per week to fucking McDonald's. And that's just who I am. And that's just what I enjoy. And I listen to me and my body. And it's like, yeah, man, but there are certain proven systems, proven ways of how things are better. And you have to listen to them. And I'm not saying that's obviously an extreme example. I don't think that I I hope I'm not going to turn that way ever. But yeah, I think that's just, again, based on fear, based on insecurity, based on, uh, I don't know. Honestly, also the feeling that I owe it to myself to fulfill that potential. And if I see an opportunity or a route I could take that is very challenging, that may be something I don't really like, but it's something where I can learn a ton even though I'm suffering through the whole process and hate every minute of it, but I know at the end of it, I will have learned so much about myself, about the kind of job, about, you know, all that meta stuff of, I don't know, time management and working with people and communication, whatever, Mm. that I'm so used to quote unquote, suffering my way through things. And so not used to just doing things for the fun of it and just enjoying the process of, doing them because I'm only always looking for it sounds weird but I I think subconsciously I'm always looking for where is the most suffering where can I learn the most where can I where can I expand my comfort zone the most and even if that means burning out every week and kind of hating my life for I don't know how many months I'm kind of fine with that it doesn't really bother me which is problematic obviously and I know that Mm -hmm. I'm trying to work on it but that's kind of where I stand as of now there are many many points in what you've been saying which we could go <laughs> along and explore them sure. further man um, first thought though is i think if you keep up reflecting 
or that that attitude of observing yourself then you more or less and and yeah okay observing yourself on the inside plus um also not shutting yourself away from the outside completely uh, and only living in your bubble whatever um then it probably will never happen that you turn into one of those relatives you're despising that much um <laughs> just because you see new ways on the outside and how you could evolve um and push yourself maybe a little, little further, learn something new. Um, but on this, and in the same time, on the inside, you reflect about, okay, uh, yeah, maybe I've been a little, uh, waste man in that area of my life uh, for now too much. And I think it really makes sense now to start healthy cooking or whatever you, you might pick up yeah. and learn. Um, and I think you have that attitude. Um, it, it's, and it's even better that you're aware of that there is a risk of turning into that person. So you repeatedly ask yourself, uh, am I that person right now? So I think you're not running at risk of turning into that person. That's why you could turn down your fear levels or your level of afraidness a little. Now, the second thought I think I had is um, where you said you always search for opportunities to expand your comfort zone the most, even though you burn yourself out. And I think what's problematic in that sentence is the uh, the word or the two words, the most. Um, yeah. Because if you expand your comfort zone the most, then you also sacrifice the most for expanding it the most. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's also something now that we formulated it that way that i think i also picked up in, in my life that i don't need to push myself 150 percent every time it's also fine with 80 percent um, not 80 20 rule i don't want to get on that now um yeah. because we bring it up too often but um you don't have to push yourself in, in into every single uh, yeah point of improvement uh, it's also you can also expand your your knowledge or your comfort zone or whatever with not <laughs> sacrificing eight months of your life or whatever whatever much time yeah you are sacrificing um yeah and in general i think it's continue that new habit that you picked up um of of investigating your values in that sense like where is my fear and what is my where is my afraidness coming from and then looking into those different points because um that whole afraidness stuff it's actually not i think it's not that negative to have because if you do it now like investigating and stuff then you learn a lot about your values and what you actually care about and um you can also reflect upon them again um, if they're deeper values and are they actually right is that um is that really something deep down, even deeper down, I want to live by? Or is it just something that society has trained onto me or my parents have trained onto me because they acknowledge me if I did this and that? And, you know, yeah. it's 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 a big, big process. And now listening to it again, also coming from you, I think for me, I I, I always say that I, I need to pay also more attention to that. I, 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 know, I know that I should do it. Uh, but I do it too rarely because I'm yeah. too caught up in work and uh, stuff. And then I don't take my time for Same. that because I feel like I need to relax now and I don't want to do and think anything. And even though that's the most important thing I should think about, like in the long term, and it's this vicious circle of 
pushing it further and further in the future and not doing it and turning more miserable and therefore pushing it even further. Also being yeah. afraid of finding out uh, something about yourself that questions your whole past uh, life, you know, <laughs> or like the values that currently have. That's yeah, probably dude, also an that's, aspect. That's probably the most difficult part. As I said before, how important it is to not lie to yourself. Yes. And yeah. I think That's, many people, I mean, everyone yeah. knows that, that if you start asking questions and asking, okay, why do I behave this way? But why does that trigger me? Why am, am I unhappy or whatever? At some point, you're going to get to a level of your personality or your life, or whatever, where you're going to see a lot of things you don't like, but mm-hmm. that are absolutely true about yourself. Yes. And for me, I think the biggest challenge right now is to just accept a lot of it um because i see that you know it's it's kind of like i i see them but they're like this glass wall you know like i i don't really want to touch them i don't really want to interact with them i see them there and i know that they're there but i've never interacted mm-hmm. with them and i've never like come too close to them <laughs> it's a, a cruel exhibition there that you could pay more yeah attention amazing to. <laughs> amazing absolutely horrible yeah, but, but what you said, like not not lying to yourself in that sense. Um, also, what I've learned from meditating and stuff, or from how it was taught to me, um, is also pay attention to how you interact with yourself and what you tell yourself. Um, because there could also be some problematic patterns, like every time for, for example as you said like every time you think about i don't know uh, doing stuff you want then there's this inner voice in you that tells you no that's not logical you little piece of shit or whatever you maybe even insulting yeah. yourself and try to push that away or like try to n- not do that but be honest to yourself that's that's kind of also what i'm currently trying to pick up yeah for yeah. sure yeah th- that's that's just the hardest part i think especially if you if you've lived the last few years in like this constant, you know, grind hustle mode or whatever, yeah. and trying to be the best at everything and all of that, you kind of, for me, it, honestly, it was a very conscious decision to ignore all of that stuff mm-hmm. and just adapt whatever I needed to adapt to get to my goals, which is, you know, basically what I also did now at university. I mean, my goal for university was to, I, I made a list of goals before I started university. And one of them was to work at, at a startup as a front-end dev. And I thought it's probably going to take me like three, four semesters to get there. And I actually managed to do that in the first semester, now second startup. <laughs> um, and and the overarching goal of that was to get to a level and to, on one hand to experience like the whole startup culture and you know how our companies build, how they organize and all of that. But also to get to a level with programming where I have this safety net, let's say. I think after this internship now, I I'm really gonna I'm I'm really gonna use that safety net to just try the most ridiculously stupid stuff. I <laughs> but all the stuff I really want to do, you know, because I know whatever happens, I have the safety net, and mm. you know whatever happens, I can take care of myself financially and maybe even of my family, whatever, you know. I I'm 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 safe. There's Your nothing family. terrible what? that could happen to me. <laughs> Yeah, my three kids and yeah, yeah. Um, Shit. never knew about them. Yeah, but know, I, I that see was what you're what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, that was my goal. My goal was to get there as quickly as possible, and this as quickly Around as possible security. means that <laughs> yeah, and this as quickly as quickly as possible in that case means I 
don't care how much I hate it, how much I'm suffering, how stressed I am. I don't give a shit. I want to get there. That's super important to me. And I think now I'm very close to, the, to that point. And I think from then on, I'm going to allow myself to just, you know, calm, calm down a bit and take things more, more patiently and focus more on doing the right things for me and not so much doing as much as I can so that I can fill up my LinkedIn profile with as many internships and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no. I see. Um, I see. Because at the end of the day, whatever you do, you're going to get experience. And whatever you try and experiment with and whatever you fail at, you're going to learn from that. Oh, you have to learn from that in order to find out what you actually want to do. So I'm, I think after the internship, I'm not going to be as afraid to just do whatever the f hell I want. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I've nice learning. This episode. Cool. Nice learning. Man, not going to lie. Um, before the episode, I took a shower and I had a shower thought of exactly the same direction that you were going this episode. So cool. That That's was great. really resonating with me. Um, yeah, on that note, actually, let's try to end the episode because I need to leave. In sure. Like <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Of course. In one or two seconds, but I'd love to expand on it in the next few episodes again your learnings and stuff my learnings maybe yeah so sure man over to you <laughs> over to me or you talk uh, too much uh, i can also end it um yeah sure go ahead try to investigate yourself closely you learn a lot about yourself try to be honest to yourself um i think that might lead to a paradigm shift but that might be uncomfortable first but lead into the right direction is that how we can summarize it yeah i think that's good Nice that's one. great, man. Then, like, subscribe. You know the deal. Um, oh, good if stuff. you want to learn more about this whole getting to you know yourself journey and stuff, I think the next few episodes are the right place to get that. And yeah, I've enjoyed the episode. Hope you too. Come back next episode. Bye bye. Bye bye, guys.